Hello and welcome to Integrity and Purity. Today we will be talking about worship and how powerful it is. So let's get going. Grab your Bible, grab a cup of tea, and let's pray. Dear God, I thank you for everyone who's listening right now. Let their heart be open, let their ears be open to what you want to speak to them today. Amen. Let's dive right in. So worship is a very powerful and effective tool. Worship is amazing. So let's look at Psalm 84 here. And I think that all of us should have this heart. Um, Psalms is one of my favorite chapters. I mean, books of the Bible. I mean, I think it's a lot of people's favorite because it's it has such beautiful verses and words. And Psalms is basically David's personal journal, his prayers to God that he wrote down, and they turned to, into these beautiful songs that they would sing, like at the beginning of some of the chapters, it says, for the director of music, blah, 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 and so these psalms are beautiful, and they were made into songs, and I think that all of us should have this worshipful mindset, this mindset that David had. He poured out his heart, his soul, everything to God in worship and in prayer. Let us have this mindset, God. Let us have this beautiful um, way to display our love to you. I'm going to read Psalm 84, starting at verse 1. It says, How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young, a place near your altar. Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. That is through verse 5, and this psalm goes on for a while, but this is such a beautiful chapter, and I love verse 1. It says, How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. And verse 2 is one of my favorite Bible verses. It says, My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. So many people are looking for fulfillment. They're looking for the living God. And guess what? We have that. And we have this hope. And we get to share this hope with the world. I'm going to read this verse again. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. I encourage you, have this mindset. Yearn for God Look for him, worship him. So many think worship, so many people think worship is just clapping on Sunday and looking cute, raising your hands every once in a while. No, it's about a pursuit of God. It's about always being in prayer. Worship isn't only music. Worship is is the act of sacrificing yourself to God, always being in him. Worship him throughout the day. You don't have to sing songs to worship God. There are so many other ways to worship him, and worship is so powerful. Yearn for God. Search for God, because when you look for him, you will find him. The Bible says, 
if you knock the door knock on the door it will be opened when you seek for things you'll find it so when we seek for God's presence we seek out his will in our lives he will give it to us there's another verse in revelation i would like to read to you it's revelation 4 verse 8 it says holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is to come Satan knows how powerful worship is, and he wants to steal your worship. He wants your worship. He used to be the worship leader in heaven until he fell because he desired those praises. He desired that worship. Worship is powerful, and the devil will do anything to try to steal your worship. He wants you to worship the things of this world, the idols of this world. But God says, no, you can come to me. I will fulfill you. See, the devil wants a parasitic relationship. He just wants to suck the life out of you. He wants to suck the worship out of you. But God wants to have a mutual relationship with you. You worship God. He blesses you. He fills you. The things of this world will suck the life from you. The things of this world will take your life from you. But God will give to you. He'll give to your soul. He'll give you what you need. You don't need to help God. He created the universe. He created everything in this world. You don't need to tell Him what to do. He knows what you need. He knows what you need. And the Bible says to ask Him, even though He already knows, He loves those conversations with you. He loves moments just spent with Him. And sometimes when we push away from Him, He really misses us. He misses when we turn away from Him. And as um, you've probably read the story of the prodigal son, He loves us. And He's that father that welcomes us home even when we've strayed he misses spending time with us and maybe today you have strayed from him and if so i want to tell you god misses spending time with you he loves when you passionately pour out your heart and you just worship him and you just give it all to him he loves it and he loves spending time with you. I encourage you read the book of Psalms, even the book of Job and Ecclesiastes, which some people try to avoid because they're <laughs> they can be negative to some people, but they just describe a radical relationship with God that just you pour out everything to him. You give him your all, you give him your best, and he blesses you for that. Job went through the struggle, but he never he never cursed God. And he said, God, I don't know why I'm going through this, but I'm going to worship you through the pain anyway. And God blessed him. Worship him through the pain, through the struggle, through whatever you're going through. Worship is powerful and effective. So I encourage you, worship. Get into him. Never let him go. Constantly be in his word. The Bible says to pray without ceasing. When I was little, my parents would always be praying around the house, and I'd be like, Mom, why are you talking to yourself? She's like, I'm not, I'm praying. So I encourage you, pray without ceasing, and your mind and your heart always be 
praying and getting to know God better. Because the more you get to know Him, the better everything is. And God fulfills us and makes us whole. Because this world wants to disguise itself. This world wants to suck your worship from you. and wants to suck the life out of you. But God says, I don't want that. I just want a relationship with you. He doesn't want a religious ceremony every Sunday. He wants your heart. He wants you to get down on your knees and worship Him and talk to Him. Now, how many of you have a best friend that you say you're best friends, but you never talk? I mean, that would be ridiculous. What if you're like, oh, we're best friends, but you only saw each other once a week or every other week, and you never talk? You never text, you never call. It wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't be a good relationship. And God says, I want all of you. Always be in me. Always be in my word. Because friends, we love to chat with each other. And God loves to chat with you. And he wants you to spend time with him. Because he loves you and he loves spending time with you. That's my encouragement for this week. Thank you so much for listening.